Hey, it's Lily Jamali. Marketplace Tech has a new limited series out on YouTube called Decoding Democracy. With rapid advancements in new technology like AI, disinformation efforts are more convincing and more misleading than ever. So we'll be discussing how to spot things like deep fakes, how to protect yourself from disinformation, and how to talk to your friends and family about it. As always, this fact-based journalism and vital information will be free and accessible to all. As a public service newsroom, donations from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org slash give tech. Hey, it's Lily Jamali. Marketplace Tech has a new limited series out on YouTube called Decoding Democracy. With rapid advancements in new technology like AI, disinformation efforts are more convincing and more misleading than ever. So we'll be discussing how to spot things like deep fakes, how to protect yourself from disinformation, and how to talk to your friends and family about it. As always, this fact-based journalism and vital information will be free and accessible to all. As a public service newsroom, donations from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org slash give tech. After a high drama week, a look at where Silicon Valley investors are and aren't placing their bets. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. It's the Friday after Thanksgiving, and there are a host of news leftovers for us to dig into on our Week in Review show, Marketplace Tech Bytes. It was a pretty rocky week for Sam Altman, but all is well that ends well. Altman is returning to his position as CEO at OpenAI after its board fired him and following a huge uproar by the company's staff and several prominent players in tech. The C-suite drama there overshadowed another high-profile departure, that of Kyle Vogt, now former CEO of the driverless tech startup Cruise, This after the company's license to operate in California was suspended following a series of traffic collisions and accidents, one of which involved a woman dragged by a cruise vehicle after it hit her. The startup shakeup got us wondering how venture capitalists are going to invest their money in the near future. And to help us, we asked Jewel Burke-Solomon, managing partner at Collab Capital, for her take on those stories, starting with OpenAI's intense few days. Well, it's honestly very unclear at this point still what was the main reason as to why Sam Altman was fired in what was a huge shocker to so many in the tech industry and apparently to Sam himself and the other staff and leaders at OpenAI. There's been talk around transparency and decision-making, communication, Uh, But now it seems that there was enough of a sort of uproar from OpenAI employees, 95% of them signing a letter to say that they would also leave um, if Sam wasn't brought back. And it seems that, you know, the, the company has come to a decision to bring him back along with a new board. So there's going to be, you know, a, a big change and shift potentially as far as how the company is operating with that new board in place. Um, but this is still, you know, an unfolding situation that I think everyone is, you know, glued to see what happens next. 
Yeah, it really is. For a couple of days, it looked like he was set to go over to Microsoft and start a new AI research lab there. But Altman tweeting slash posting that he made this move back to OpenAI with the support of Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft. I'm wondering, where do you think this leaves Microsoft, which of course is a big investor in OpenAI? Huge investor, $13 billion into OpenAI. And I think, you know, they were obviously wanting to take advantage of any motion that was happening related to Sam Altman, making him an offer on Sunday, I believe it was, to join them. But it sounds like Satya is also supportive of the move of Sam back to OpenAI. So there is a very tight relationship between Microsoft and OpenAI. It seems that they will continue to have that given the deep investment that Microsoft has made into OpenAI. Uh, Remains to be seen if perhaps that last board seat that hasn't been named maybe will go to a Microsoft uh, team member executive. You know, for all of us outsiders looking in, there should be, to to a certain extent, perhaps some level of governance um, overhaul and change. And maybe Microsoft will take a, a step in there. We'll see. But certainly, you know, a very close relationship between those parties. Yeah. And, you know, the old board, as you alluded to, had cited doubts about Sam Altman's ability to lead this company. This really seemed to boil down to a battle between safety and scale slash commercialization of this technology. Um, Has the balance shifted to one side with Altman coming back? We'll see. You know, there is this interesting nonprofit versus profit conversation in terms of how OpenAI was initially started. A lot of people maybe not don't know this, but OpenAI has been around since 2015 and was initially started as a nonprofit, really with this idea that there needed to be more openness and transparency around development of these large language models and AI. And now that there has been such commercial success for ChatGPT and sounds like there has been internal tension around where developers should be spending time and, you know, where the company should be focusing, um, we'll see where does it actually land? Is it going to go more toward the for-profit pathway and the roadmap around the for-profit development? Or is it going to be uh, stay stay where it is as a as a nonprofit. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But I think there's always going to be, and, and this is a really interesting structure that they they've had with a nonprofit kind of overlay on top of a for profit entity. But because of the commercial success, you know, there is that tension there between those those worlds. No doubt we will as we come up on the one year anniversary of ChatGPT's release to the public. Can't believe it's been just a year. And I love this before we move on. Someone joking on X that we all just witnessed the equivalent of three seasons of succession. This was tweeted, (laughs) by the way, before Sam Altman came back. So I think we're up to season four or maybe even five at this point. Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, fair to say all of this overshadowed another pretty big tech story this week, and that is Trouble at Cruise, our second story, the driverless car subsidiary of General Motors, CEO Kyle Vogt resigning this past week. Jewel, Cruise had like one really good week this year. This was a couple of months ago when the CPUC, that's the California Public Utilities Commission, let them expand their driverless taxi service in San Francisco. And then the steady slide began for this company pretty much right away. 
Where do you think Cruz goes from here? Is there a future for this company? I believe there is a future for this company and for driverless vehicles more broadly. But I think that it has to take a major step back and a slowdown, perhaps, in terms of its compliance, its regulation. I think the regulators are looking very deeply into the operations and, again, the transparency of this company. Overall, what we're seeing is the the big vision for autonomous vehicles was around and is around safety. Um, But if there are these major and unfortunate accidents that have happened, you know, there has to be a a really deep look and step back to make sure that we are on the right path uh, with this company and, and all others that are focused in this area. Right. And there were several mishaps uh, involving these cruise vehicles over the last couple of months. But the turning point really came in October when a cruise vehicle ran over and dragged a woman for several feet. Regulators say that Cruz omitted footage from that incident, but there's some dispute over that from the company. Uh, they did end up making Cruz stop operations here in California. And then two days later, we see Cruz itself pausing driverless operations across uh, the country. We'll be right back with more of our Week in Review, including what the implosion at Cruise means for GM. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. We're back with Jewel Burke-Solomon of Collab Capital. We have to talk about General Motors and what this means for Mary Barra and her company. This subsidiary was supposed to be a really important growth driver for GM. Yeah, it was. And they're obviously going to have to take another look to see what can they do to, one, make sure that the company is compliant and taking care of all of the regulatory um, questions that are out there looming. And yeah, what does the future of crews under GM look like? Can they keep moving forward or are they going to have to look for potential other growth strategies to meet the numbers that uh, they have to meet? Well, not long ago, there were all kinds of companies piling into driverless car tech. Uh, Not many made it. And Cruise, until recently, was seen as one of the survivors. We shall see where things land for them. Uh, But worth noting, too, AV Tech was once a huge target for venture capitalists, which brings us to our third and final story. We want to know where is that VC money flowing now? Jewel, what are you seeing? Well, the reality is it's been pretty slow across all industries except AI and, you know, industries like driverless vehicles as of late. There's actually been a boost in Silicon Valley as it relates to capital flowing. Um, but you have to look at that from a macro picture of 40% down this year for venture capital investments. So yes, there have been more investing, investments happening in Silicon Valley, but across the board, much lower uh, deployment from VC firms like mine into new technologies. And I think that is a symptom of the larger macro story that we've seen, which is that it's been a, it's been a rocky year in the markets. And so you're seeing a lot of venture capital firms um, sit on dry powder um, and really being cautious in pretty much across the board, with the exception of new companies that are building in AI. That's right. This is huge. And here in the Bay Area, my conversations with people in the tech community have made it very clear. Folks here are very keen to keep uh, the money here, to keep this as the focal point as AI flourishes. 
we are seeing a notable pullback in VC investments in crypto. Got to ask you about the founder of Binance, CZ as he is known, uh, pleading guilty to violating money laundering rules. So we now have him and we now have Sam Bankman-Fried, the Justice Department, having a very good month uh, in terms of kind of cracking down. These are the two, at one point, the guys running the two biggest crypto exchanges in the world. How do you think VCs are going to be looking at crypto going forward? Crypto has certainly fallen out of favor with many VCs that I know and have been talking to. Um, for many VCs, we, we weren't able to invest in crypto companies because depending on who our limited partners are, there's different regulations. And I think many of us who didn't get into investing in crypto are, are breathing a sigh of relief right now. But it is unfortunate to see that there have been so many billions of dollars that have gone into these spaces and not great leadership on the part of the folks that are leading these major companies in this space. And, you know, we're seeing that with $4.3 billion is what um, Binance has had to pay to the U.S. government. Lots happening in this space. This was a, a very active week across the board in, in technology. And we'll watch and see what happens for the future of crypto. That was Jewel Burke Solomon at Collab Capital. Jesus Alvarado, Rosie Hughes, and Daniel Shin produce our show. Becca Weinman is our engineer. Daisy Palacios is our senior producer. Kelly Silvera is our executive producer. I'm Lily Dramali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM.